Hello, this is Shelby. We had a bit of a recording issue this time. I tried my damnedest to make it as good as possible. So I just wanted to let y'all know. Hopefully this doesn't happen in the future. Again, sorry. But enjoy the episode. Mulder, no. Mulder, yes. Hello, and welcome to Condensed Truth, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. And this week, I, we have a guest on, our friend Kat. Welcome, Kat. Welcome. Oh. Excited to have you on. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know your relationship to the X-Files and the fact that all of my college friends are like, yes, I've seen some episodes because inevitably Shelby has forced me to watch an episode. And I think you're the same boat, right? Um, Pretty much. I don't actually think that I have sat down with you and watched an episode. Oh, okay. So today we are talking Season 3, Episode 17, Pusher, and it aired February 23rd, 1996, which is Scully's birthday. Aww. Isn't that cute? Mm-hmm. We had Mulder's birthday earlier uh, Earlier this season. Mul- uh, an episode aired on Mulder's birthday, and the same season episode aired on Scully's birthday. And it was written by Vince Gilligan, my, my idol. Uh, not my idol, but a cool dude that writes good episodes. You know, I, I must interject here. Like, Mulder gives Lieberman energy, and Scully absolutely gives Aquarius, like, woman energy. Like, it's it's actually so good. This, this is words that make sense to me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people I'm into astrology. <laughs> I tell people I know about it. Yeah, I know the names. I don't know the dates, really. I know yeah. that I love Scorpios. Got it. Mulder and Scully are called in to investigate a case of a man who confessed to murdering several people all of which were ruled to be death by suicide. The man was captured and somehow escaped police custody after a deputy drove in front of an 18-wheeler. It becomes a cat-and-mouse game as Mulder becomes Pusher's worthy adversary, and Mulder is drawn in by Pusher's unique supernatural abilities. Only one can survive, and we all know who it's going to be. (laughs) But it's compelling nonetheless. And so we open on a grocery store in... Loudoun County, Virginia. None of this means anything to me, but it's somewhere in Virginia. I uh, near the DC area. Yeah, it's like close to DC. Pushers from Alexandria. Yeah, <laughs> Pusher and Mulder live in the same city. They both live in Alexandria. That tracks. <laughs> Ex- exquisite nineties grocery store music going on. Yeah, yeah. This like grocery store was so great. It reminded me of um, Supermarket Sweep. Did anyone ever mm. watch that show? Yeah, it just no. made me want to watch Supermarket Sweep. I don't know. It's, it's just back. Like, yeah, yeah. It, like, there's a new one coming out, which is weird, but yeah. With um, Leslie Jones. It's you know, like, isn't that the one where you run and you push all the stuff in the cart? Right, right, so you have to, like, answer. You, there's, like, there's like, a, there's, like, a section where you, like, answer, like, trivia questions, basically, about, like, grocery products. And then, depending on how many you get right, you get, like... A certain amount of time added on to your total time and then at the end like one person grabs a shopping cart and like runs all around the store and tries to like get as many high value items as possible and whoever has the like highest bill at the end wins like I, it was at least like five thousand dollars like back in the 90s i don't know what it is now probably more but 
yeah, you get to like, and they like total up the money and there's like special items, special prizes. And like at the, or like the, 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 the like pair that gets like the most grocery items gets to do like the like special thing at the end where like they have to answer all of these like clues and riddles that are related to products. And if they get it and bring it back to the cashier in like, I think they have like a, a minute or something or two minutes in time, then they, then they get like $5,000. Otherwise, they just get the money that all of the food that they got in the cart was worth. I don't know. It's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. You would immediately go to, like, laundry detergent because that's, like, the most expensive. But it's heavy. Yeah. Hams and diapers. People go for diapers a lot because diapers are expensive. And, like, ham. Like, big, big meats. Oh, the meats. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's a whole strategy to it. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. We have this man we're following. Um... We don't know much about him, but he is stocking up on muscle milk and he's being stalked by people. <laughs> and we 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 get a fluke man we get a fluke man cameo. Yeah. Because at the the register with the National Enquirer-esque tabloid magazine, there's Fluke Man. He's back. He's back. At Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> Let him. Just listen to that episode of your Oh, oh thank fun. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy's like, let's get the show on the road. And he's like, I know y'all are cops. So he gets arrested. And I did love the the like turnstile re- uh, conveyor belt at the mm-hmm. register. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's old school. That's so old. The first time I saw that, we were in like rural Georgia. And we were at like a food lion. And I saw that. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen this before in my life. <laughs> It took me like three times to figure out like I had to rewind um, and then rewatch like I thought he was getting a bunch of like kidney beans. Uh, it was very. But <laughs> well, we find out this guy's name is Pusher. And when he's, you know, they're waiting at the stoplight or the stop sign to get on the road. And he keeps talking about cerulean blue. It's a warm southern breeze. So a warm breeze. And somehow this talking makes the oncoming 18-wheeler disappear in front of the deputy's eyes. So he drives out in front of it and they get hit by an 18-wheeler and that's how Pusher escapes. Very smart on his part. Very brutal though. I, I, would, I would say that he like braces himself with his legs as the truck is about to hit. And I'm like, he's about to have two broken legs. <laughs> Maybe he crouched at the last minute. Maybe he was pushing himself because he was handcuffed, you know? Yeah, it yeah. To me, it wasn't Pushing necessarily himself. smart. It was more of just like an asshole move. But that's just like this guy's whole mo. So <laughs> <laughs> it was an it was a dick move. Yeah, <laughs> he certainly is. <laughs> I um I also this cerulean talk. I could not help but um go to that Devil Wears Prada uh, um, monologue. Uh, yeah, I knew you were going to mention it. Yeah, I'm. I mean, yeah, I just I had to, and I mean, actually, we have him and Miranda have very similar. Pusher is played by Robert Wisden, uh, and I he is very talented. Apparently, it was hard to it was hard to find somebody that would fit this bill, and they got him, and they were like, perfect. They said he was very low maintenance, knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> I actually have a Rob Bowman quote. Hold on. So, so Rob said that he was like very tired after doing Piper Maru. Very understandable. Mm-hmm. And he said, Robert Wisden was great as Pusher. He's a very energized, kind of confident actor with lots of ideas on his own. It took me about a day and a half to get him into it. And then I never had to speak to him again <laughs> because I never, because he had that, 
look in his eye. <laughs> Low effort so like, actor yeah, for a director. Yeah, perfect. He's like, no, I got it. Let's go. <laughs> and so then we're in the FBI basement office, and this is how Mulder and Scully get involved in the case. It's not very common that like the cop involved in the case comes to talk to them. Usually Mulder just finds them, right? And so there was a bit of a novelty to have the cop who who was uh, in the passenger seat in the car when it got hit telling them about how it was really weird. He just kept talking and suddenly the deputy drove in front of the car, got hit, let push her out of the handcuffs and then died. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, this is tough. But he he says the reason they got on to push her because they wouldn't have considered this to be murder these cases to be murders is because he called to confess he was bragging and he knew too much about the deaths for it to be a coincidence and i do love the scene where there's a cop car he wrote the neen neen or on <laughs> and Mulder mm-hmm. just big brain Mulder flips it around <laughs> and it just says ronin <laughs> when they said like I don't know when there was mention of like psychic or <laughs> yeah yes I he, mean yeah he's like exactly he was I know no exactly longer chilling leaning back in his chair yeah <laughs> and yeah weeaboo Mulder I guess oh. uh, knows about Ronin's so many weeaboos uh, and I have feelings about this episode and this weeaboos <laughs> a, a Ronin is a samurai without a master yeah yeah <laughs> it's well, Scully's like how did you know that she's like what and he even protect, like corrects the pronunciation like Ronin. Which, like, he, he honestly, like, does, like, too much emphasis on that, like, double E. So, like, he's right. And in, in this case, I have, I have a bone to pick with his Japanese later in this episode. But he is right in this sense. So it's just, like, really funny to me that he just, like, no, it's Ronin. Like, really flexing that <laughs> weed muscle. Yes, yes. He is, he's the person that, like, when I first got into anime in junior high, and I mistakenly called it manga. Mm-hmm. He is the person that would go, um, it's manga. manga. And it's like, okay, you're right, but like, but also, you could be a little gentler. <laughs> right. That's how I feel like this moment was. It's like, you're right, Boulder, but also, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> and this leads them to uh, American Ronin, Ronin, uh, <laughs> a magazine that I don't, I assume isn't real because I feel like they never use real stuff. It's always fake. Used by like all of that. And like maybe it's because like I don't really um engage a lot with like anime or something. I'm not really but like No, it's weird. What like what kind of magazine was that? Like <laughs> it's weird. He was just he wanted it to be uh he's, he's in mysticism. On yeah. Honestly, anytime there's like any sort of like Western piece of media that like has the word like Ronin in it and like focusing on Ronins and stuff like that. On it, big red flag, big red flag. Honestly, like you're gonna you're gonna run into some like weird like like pusher, yeah, like pusher, big red flag, some like weird Japanophile like Orientalism that is just like disgusting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's weird. <laughs> you're just like, oh, you're glorifying like samurais without masters. Big red flag. No. <laughs> And like, where? When does he have the time to like even whatever? Never mind. I'm. Mulder doesn't have a personal life. All he does, this is what he does. This is you what know? he does. I guess. Yeah. I guess in like. Yeah. His his personal time is like looking into cryptids on his own, jacking off, and yeah. reading American Ronin. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Getting into weird niche hobbies. Dates. Yes. He he really is that kind of like 
they definitely exist today, but I feel like it's a lot easier to become that person. So it's less novel, but the person that like knows everything. Oh yeah. Big, big hit in the nineties. Now it's like, okay, we all know where Wikipedia is. You know, it's not, you're not special. (laughs) But I love the scene where the secretary comes to talk to them and she has a bruise on her face and Scully is like, sorry, I kept staring at it. She's like, She's like, I was in Georgetown and I got mugged. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help but note it. I see. I thought that was like supposed to be some sort of signpost, mm-hmm. but it was mostly setting up the Skinner thing. She was not being an ally there. She mm-hmm. was not being a, a a lady ally, you know. Like maybe she was trying, but like I don't know. I would. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help but notice. <laughs> we discussed a couple episodes about how Scully was totally the like. I can't hang out with the other girls. They're too much drama. So, like, this tracks. Yeah, her. it's the, like, internalized misogyny scully moment. Okay, mm-hmm. and, you know, and we've all got those, but I, like, this is the it was only the 90s. episode. And it was right. the 90s, for sure. I think I, right. like, in my mind, just kind of, I assume that she's got, like, Liv, Olivia Benson energy in that way of, like, <laughs> just, like, just always, like, just immediately, like, empathetic and getty, gets people to open up or something. But also, mm-hmm. wow, I've... That's Mulder, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, Scully is actually not very empathetic sometimes to other people. It's really interesting. The Benson and Stabler mention is interesting because when I see people melt down about them and Marishka and Maloney in real life, I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is, I'm, I'm experiencing the X-Files culture. It's like MSR like current again. Day. Yeah. It's like updated. Yeah. Well, even Golovny, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's updated. <laughs> I'm like, yes, like, this is very soothing to me because I'm like, this is how I would have been, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, even in this one episode, I feel like I can, I can tell that there's like, there's like a genuine, like, like a mutual respect and love and and everything and like, uh, live and live and Maloney were very different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I. I, Yeah, totally. They definitely have a lot of comparisons, but not, you know, a one to one. (laughs) I was just going to say that the secretary's name is Holly, which is the name of Vince uh, Gilligan's longtime girlfriend. You'll recognize he puts the name in a lot. The baby, uh, Walt and Skylar's baby, is named Holly as well. Yeah. Oh, that's and I also, I absolutely adore the fact that, like, they're like, did they catch him about the mugger? And she's like, do they ever? I no know. Offense. Honestly, Holly was great. <laughs> like, she was such a good side character in this episode. Like, <laughs> She was great. She works for the FBI and she's like, y'all aren't doing anything. I like how she was just like, do they ever? And then she's like, sorry at the end, but like not really sorry. Just feels like she has to say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Queen. I mean, after, after Scully pointing out her giant scar, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd be feeling a little on edge. I was also going to say that Scully's like red hair, red suit look in this scene. Incredible. So Impeccable. good. I had so many feelings, like that cranberry shade on yeah. her was like amazing. And then I saw the black collar in like a later scene and I was not as happy with it. But then the whole with the coat and everything. Oh, I just. Incredible. Yeah. Her hair is perfection this season. It's like so good. She has good hair later too, but there's something about like it's it's volume and it's width and it's just spectacular to look at. Like when she has her short hair and like. I like season seven, I think it's a short hair. It's like, that's cute too. It's pretty short. Yeah. Um, Did she do like the, did she have that season ever? She like literally has a new haircut every season. It's never, (laughs) it's not like quite pixie cut, but it is like a short No, not a pixie cut. Okay. Okay. Like a legitimate bob. 
yeah like in eight and nine her hair is like way longer and it's it's still cute like her her only like bad hair is like season one but that's because she's a child and it's like out of control she doesn't know what to do with it which like girl same yeah yeah i've just been yeah no yeah same but we do get Mulder's absolutely bad shit theory that he's using the power of suggestion to get these people to die <laughs> and to like kill themselves like Mulder, baby, I love you, but like, what the hell are you doing? And this episode vindicates him, which is so frustrating. Yeah. 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 It's like, how did he come to that conclusion? He's wilding out. He's, his mind is on another level we can't comprehend. God. And, but they do find an ad in the magazine that gives him some numbers and it really connects him because he uses the word Oshu, which means to push. As the episode tells us, I didn't je- I didn't check them. But, is it you know. is it the word Oshu or is it the word Osu? This is where <laughs> I have a bone to pick because there's wow. no H there. It's actually Osu, and it's it's like it's the character for O and the character for Su. So it's it's Osu. Mm-hmm. It's not Oshu. So it's just like <laughs> really him. funny to me that like he had this like nitpicky like Ronin pronunciation and then just like completely misses whiffed. This, this one, yeah. Anyway, dragging him. Incredible. Bad weave. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're taking his card for this one. Yeah, it's revoked. So they use one of the phone numbers and that leads them to a phone, bo- a phone booth. Just there. It's not really a booth, but anyway. In Falls Church, Virginia, which, hey. American. Philip and Elizabeth. <laughs> As are Philip and Elizabeth Jennings live. Yeah, Falls they live Church, in Falls Virginia. Church. It's like outside of D.C., no mm-hmm. sh- yeah yeah so that's one they're of about the to get jumped <laughs> yeah they're about to get jumped by some kgb agents exactly <laughs> oh oh that that i would just love to see elizabeth me somehow what's what is the actor's would... name matt matt matthew reese matthew reese he's like yeah to me he's just like a parallel universe david Duchovny. i okay love them both actually like <laughs> not Proudly, but I do. <laughs> I would love to see Elizabeth Jennings kick Mulder's ass. Exactly. Or exactly. Skinner's. Honestly, Elizabeth could take down Skinner, which is like says something because Skinner like always wins his fights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Honestly, yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, we can make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Scully's asleep, and Mulder wakes her up. And he says, he wakes her up in the most gentle way possible, which is like just like one finger tapping her shoulder. Incredible that she's like that blight of a sleeper that that gets her up. But he says, like, I think you drooled on me. <laughs> that part was cute. I yeah, I'm I'm impressed by this. Cute. Only because there's like no way to gently wake up my wife. I will scare her no matter what. So <laughs> I'm like, wow, he woke her up without scaring her. She did kind of jump. But yeah, she yeah. wasn't like scared. But she was like, what the hell? Yeah like a little embarrassed like (laughs) yeah that was that was cute the the phone rings and they sprint towards it why were they not parked closer to the phone oh wait maybe they didn't oh right okay no wait they were trying to they thought he might show up yeah they were trying to stake it out yeah um they're they're not very good at that no (laughs) okay okay that's that's no they're not okay yeah okay yeah and Pusher's line of you and your pretty partner seem awfully close. So true. The only true thing he says in this episode. Yep. <laughs> and he 
leaves a cryptic clue and Mulder solves it because he's brilliant, you know? Okay, this is very silly, but honestly, uh, it gets me every time. Like, who... Okay, so who was Scully supposed to be calling? Oh, like the person tracing the phone? Okay, but like, she just had this person on speed dial and then like, Mm -hmm. it was just a two-second phone. Every (laughs) time... That's not... That's not how... Speed dial, what a throwback. I was about to say, that's a 90s moment. <gasps> well, because, like, she just... Yeah. She, I know, I know. all the time on SVU, too. It's just, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm like, there's no way that all that information could have been, like, conveyed in that, like, two seconds you were on the phone. Yeah, 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 totally. Their usual, I believe, I'm not, like, 100% on this, so take it with a grain of salt, but I believe their usual, like, stand-in person that they talk to about, like, tracing stuff is Danny. Which I think is a reference to David Duchovny's brother. I think his brother's name's Danny. So he just said, hey, Danny, you know, (laughs) kind of stuck. But she doesn't say, I don't think she says Danny. I think she says somebody else. I don't think it's Danny. Maybe Scully didn't have an in with Danny, you know? Yeah. But yeah, this leads them to a driving range. Uh, Golf driving range. I don't know if there's driving ranges involving cars or not. But it's not that. But Pusher apparently intruded on some randos golf thing some like japanese men's golf thing these poor men are so confused i'm like oh my god we get it he really is into japan he knows that they like golf like (laughs) yeah exactly like he probably went up to these dudes like speaking english you probably don't understand like well they maybe understand i don't really know but like you probably just like ranted and raved and they were just like uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm sure they understood him, and they were just like, what the hell is this rando white guy doing here? Right. And, like, he just, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine they were, like, tourists going to a driving range, you no, know? No, they're like... probably diplomat. <laughs> yeah, in D.C., I guess so. <laughs> they could be anyone. Just, like, private top golf. It's top golf, it's top but, golf. like... I mean, maybe it, that's... Yeah. Obviously, that's reductive. I just... I think it's the same no, it's, thing. It's I, I just assumed thing. like Top Golf is just a chain of driving ranges, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been like public driving ranges like that for a while. So. Top Golf is yeah, just, but, like, the but, one now. Yeah, now in America we can't have like just you know everything has to be a chain, right? You know, right. <laughs> well, at least if you're yeah gonna allocate that much uh, green to yeah. I have done Top Golf once, and it is surprisingly fun. Um, I went with work, and um, yeah, it's fun though because I um, since I'm left-handed, I get like it's like one of those places where I get special treatment because yeah. I'm left-handed. Where they're like, "Is anyone left-handed?" And I'm like, "Me, me, bitch." <laughs> it's just like here, here's your own golf clubs, and I'm like, "Yes, thank you." I don't know why they need to be special, but thank you. Neither do I. I've I went I've been to Top Golf once with like the dermatology clinic that I used to work with. It was like our end of the year Christmas party, and I'm gonna say it was not fun. And <laughs> we got kicked out and banned. Fun, that's fun though. Getting kicked out. Um. <laughs> yeah, it was like not as fun as you would think it would be. But basically, the okay, that's CEO fair. of the clinic put on a motorcycle helmet and took off his shirt and then ran because we were on the bottom floor and then ran out onto the driving range perfect which is a big no-no so don't do that (laughs) i that's understandable they will ban you and kick you out really fast (laughs) but then i was like this is a story exactly (laughs) i'm sorry laura (laughs) me 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 and cat like get together just have like community mind meld (laughs) 
<laughs> it works. <laughs> exactly. Oh, So Pusher is just waiting for the cops to show up and they're he's there. Like, he's like, fucking finally. Having a manic episode. Also, he tells them like Kanichiwa whenever he leaves, and it's like that means hello. You know that weep card revoked. <laughs> We're taking all their cards. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> yeah, you you're not allowed. You, this card, we're revoking your card. You're no longer allowed to sit in the hallway. Nope. At Barnes and Noble reading manga for free. You're nope. not allowed to do that. Nope. You got to turn in your like replica katanas that I know you have hanging up in your apartment mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. that kind of weirdo weeb. Not allowed to do that. I anymore. better not see you dressed as Sasuke mm-hmm. at any fucking con. Mm-hmm. You're Better not, not allowed. Be wearing any yukata or any other form of kimono. Absolutely not. Get it. <laughs> revoked. I'm totally keeping up with all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Rue 21 um, has started selling a lot of um, anime graphic tees. We just had a Naruto yeah. capsule. So um, that, and so it's actually kind of cute because I'm like, do, do you have any Demon Slayer t shirts? And like, I can kind <laughs> of recognize it. <laughs> Uh-huh. I love that for you, Kat. That's adorable. That's that's cute. <laughs> and he's he's like in a garage when one of the SWAT guys comes up to him and we see he's like we see his power again. He says, I need you to do something for me and hands him a gas can. Oh boy. Oh boy. And so then Mother Scully and Frank Burst, the detective, find him moments away from setting himself on fire, and he pleads for them to stop him, and they can't. Because he's under mind control, you know? Why don't they try to knock the lighter out of his hand? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I think maybe they they could at least try. They were worried. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of when my niece was like a toddler. And we were at like my my grandmother's house. And she had those like, have you ever seen those like orbs or like glass orbs? And old people love to like put them in soil and then like fill them with water. And then it like releases, you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? They're like as seen on TV kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she grabs it and like holds it. And I'm like, don't, don't drop it. And I'm like, if I'm like, and then so I like try to move closer to her and she drops it before I get there. (laughs) I wonder if it was that kind of like, you know, standoff. Like, yeah. You know, like if I get too close, is he going to like lie to himself? Am I going to get caught in the crosshairs? I like how Scully's kind of the only smart one and runs to go get a fire extinguisher. Like <laughs> she runs, on her. she runs to get a fire extinguisher, and Mulder starts to take his jacket off in preparation. And yeah, so Scully, you know, extinguishes him when he does light him, and then Mulder like takes the jacket and tries to pat the rest of it off. You know, and that FBI and we- guy that just can't catch a break. He was just like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it's real bad." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Frank Burst. <laughs> And and then Mulder hears a car horn, and he's like, "This this is something," and he runs off. And I love the camera angle of this, like probably like a a handy camera or something following him while he's running across the parking lot to the car, the only car in the parking lot. Sorry, like, you know, like some uh, Mulder, like sometimes a cigarillo is just a cigarillo. <laughs> <laughs> and he finds Pusher, and he is he's exhausted. And the first thing Pusher says to him is, bet you five bucks I get off. <laughs> I, I wouldn't take that bet. <laughs> he didn't even agree to it. That's not how bets work. I always hate. Exactly. Yeah, you have to agree. Right, right. But you, but what? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, as we find out, his name is Robert Patrick Modell. As Modell 
guesses, he does get off because he does, as Mulder say, put the whammy on the judge and gets off. Well, and like, did, did, was there no, even like, just a, just a chat about their argument? Because like, what did they think Mulder was going to go up and say? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's, he's up there doing his batshit theories to a, a judge. And he's like, why did they let him go? And it's like, Mulder, you said that like he used mind powers to kill these people. In what world? Like he didn't even need to convince, like Modell did not even need to convince the judge. I do not know when the show will learn to not put Mulder on the witness stand. Because he will, <laughs> Never. he will tank, he will tank. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it's just awful. Like, of course they let him yeah. go. Like, what the hell? <laughs> You know what this hot FBI agent talking about like mind powers? But like it was it it took me a second because like I know this is this is what 96, right? Like mm -hmm. and I guess I kind of forgot that like I was like okay okay cool like we've still got the 80s like structure like the the shoulder pads and the and everything but in really like depressing colors. Like <laughs> yeah. It's like whole a whole skirt suit. It's like 80s 80s shapes with like 90s utilitarian colors, which are just like <laughs> sad. It's so sad. It's so so sad. It, oh, there's so many shades of like brown and okay, I'm done. I'm done. <sighs> so after uh Modell under uh I was about to say understandably, I don't know if that's exact the word I want. It's understandably that he goes to gloat to Mulder, but not in a good way. It's like, ex yeah, expectedly. Yeah, not understandably. I'm like, eh, yeah. just leave it alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he can't leave it alone. He goes and he's like, where's my $5, bitch? Right, because like, <laughs> if anyone's a pettier bitch than Mulder, it's him. Exactly. They're like one in the same, and that's mm -hmm. why it makes him so dangerous, you know? Whereas Scully is like, I'm not playing his games right. because like, I can't win. Mulder's like, no, I can defeat him. Right. It's like, you cannot, though. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. They really, they really beat that in, uh, well, never. <laughs> but Mulder's, Mulder's, your shoes are untied. And Modell looks and he says, made you look sassy. He's feeling spicy today. Mm -hmm. Pulled the, the money back. Yep. Yep. No, you can have my and, $5. <laughs> and Burst is very cop. I know where you live. I know your name. It's like, okay, buddy, we get it. You're not just a you're you're not a cop. You're not just a random cop. You can't just you can't just do that. Like, I mean, or you can't just do that and get away with it or whatever. In in a, like a crowded courtroom or court hallway, I guess. Like, I know where you live. I was watching it with Sam. And he was like, I thought he was gonna yell out the window, "Uh, <laughs> hey, your shoes untied" or something. Like, <laughs> and I was like. Than a you know Seinfeld jerk store uh, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, this is this is so procedural, like so procedural, like like other than like the whole like you know mind powers. It's like this could be like any cop show sh episode. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. But I think there's enough like supernatural DNA or like you know uh, uh, psychic parts of it that like really excel as an X Files episode. I love the scene of uh, while they're shooting a gun. Foreshadowing. He has good aim. <laughs> Even though he told us he had bad aim like a couple episodes ago. He's been practicing. 
He he has. At the gun range. He's, he's not missing low anymore. <laughs> but Scully comes to tell him what she's found, and they talk about like uh, Mulder actually knows the surprising lot. So I assume he looked into Modell himself, and he found found out he, like he was in the military, not his first choice. He watched out of special forces. And Scully's like, did you know he applied to the FBI? And he's like, I did not, actually. Do we have that? I want to see a psych exam. That look on her face while he's... <laughs> <laughs> this is such a primo scene of, like, them bickering, but in, like, a mm-hmm. fun way. You know what I mean? He's pulling out his, like, I was in behavior analysis card, which, like, for a long time in the <laughs> FBI was, like, the whole, like, big to-do, right? was, like, oh, I'm, like, a behavior analysis. And, ana- like, mm-hmm. doing behavioral analysis for the FBI or whatever. So he, like, pulls out that card, and then she's, like, yeah, but did you know that he, like, applied here? Because you can... She's, like, I found out all the information by looking into it, but also more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you would just try shutting up for a second. <laughs> See, no, exactly. We have a psyche eval on him, actually, on file. <laughs> I don't even need you, Mulder. So he, I didn't realize that he's supposed to be a behavioral analyst. He was. He was. He was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. And then he, he, he switched to the X-Files uh, in like that early 90s, essentially. Well, no wonder he's got an ego. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen Criminal Minds, okay? Yeah, it tracks. <laughs> That's not something I, you know what, maybe cut that. <laughs> you don't want to be known as a person that has seen Criminal Minds? Because I've, I've seen Criminal Minds, it's fine. It's, it, exactly, it is, it is fine. <laughs> My problem with the show is, like, it's fun, and then I think about how, like, there probably aren't that many serial killers to be making, like, 300 episodes about. And how, like, this is probably really damaging to our minds to think the worst about people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe not the worst about people, but like I feel like it really feeds into that like suburban psyche. It, it hypes up that there's more danger out there than there actually is. Like, oh, crime exactly. is on the rise when it's like, no, it's actually been declining for a long time and it's still declining. Yeah. 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 And it's, Violent it, it's just like it's it's a weird it's a weird like, I don't know. It's <laughs> there's probably several like essays written about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. I think I think Criminal Minds might be like uniquely awful in that regard. Like I've seen a lot of cop shows and I feel like I don't know, I feel like CSI and like SVU probably didn't like I feel like that doesn't reach the same heights as like anxiety inducing fear that Criminal Minds does. Mm-hmm. Or even the X-Files honestly. Like I mean Criminal like it's Criminal Minds really just throws you right in there like or yeah. I, maybe yeah. at like a certain point in the series when like you know they're they're really phoning it in or whatever but yeah, they just yeah. Really you those awful, awful scenes. Also, yeah, like, they, they real really... analysis is not an exact site. Like it's not exactly. like no, it's not. A, a suspect is a male and hates his mother, and that's exactly who we're <laughs> looking for. And we're going to be proven right at the end. Congrats, that's like ninety eight percent of men. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. like you. You didn't like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's... This is not a Criminal Minds podcast. No, it's okay. It's good. And I think my, I just want to quickly say like my other annoying thing about criminal minds is I feel like it, it really pushes like this idea that criminals are like, like born that way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or like unchangeable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sure, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of people that like kill and are just like cannot right. not kill. Right. But like, 
That's a very small percentage, I imagine. It ignores a lot of the other like intersecting like socioeconomic and demographic factors that go into mm-hmm. crimes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's just totally. always. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel that. I think that's why I like the X Files is I feel like it doesn't. It's not that far, you know. Like it's supernatural. I'm like, this isn't real, you know. Like right. someone doesn't really have mind powers like this. It's fine. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Like may- maybe the writers, uh, the Criminal Minds writers, could really like a moral gray area, maybe, or like they didn't think their audience could handle it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're writing for CBS viewers. They're like, no, yeah, these exactly. are old people. They yeah. want to know. <laughs> it is CBS, so. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Scully says that, you know, the profile for the FBI was like, um, he's egocentric. He only cares about himself and he sees people's objects. And (laughs) and Mulder's really trying to push the idea that like he has superpowers. (laughs) And Scully's like, no, I don't like if you're asking me if he's guilty of murder, I believe that, but he doesn't have superpowers. I don't know what you're talking about, Mulder. Mm -hmm. And he gets really frustrated. And (laughs) <laughs> I absolutely adore the line. Model psyched the guy out. He put the whammy on him. Please explain to me the scientific nature of the whammy. Iconic. <laughs> the Incredible, iconic. Iconic. Truly iconic line. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But Scully says that he's a small man and they are feeding into his ego by giving him so much attention. Like the oh, FBI absolutely. is after him. He's loving this. Yeah. He's having a blast. Mulder just can't help himself. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. It's like, he is also that, you know, like he wants this evidence so badly. It, it's like with, he is willing to do this. It's like with Dwayne Barry. He wanted it to be real so badly that he didn't, he just got like, he didn't think about any of the other external consequences that could happen because of what was going on. You know, mm-hmm. this is very mm-hmm. similar. He's like, this guy is just using his psychic influence. He's a pusher. He pushes people, Scully. Thank you. I, I, thank you. I was really hoping that joke was going to be made. You're welcome. <laughs> is this a Bean Girls reference on my yeah. podcast? <laughs> it is. Hell yes. Hell yes. This is a, this is a pro Mean Girls uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Great, great movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but then we have the unfortunate re- result of Pusher using his Pusher powers to get into the FBI fielding. It was only a matter of time till he showed up to the Hoover building, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just writes pass and he puts it in his pocket. And he's like, yeah, security guards are, yeah, just go ahead. It's like the psychic paper in Doctor Who. What was the purpose of that, the pass, do you think? Like, or did, like, I feel like I kind of, maybe I missed something, but it was like, I'm sure he could have gotten through without it. Was that just for his own amusement? I think it was to, like, make something there. Like, so it was supposed to be like a badge because, you know, they, they were all wearing, like, their badges, like, pinned their like front pockets going through security he didn't talk to the security guard that much honestly so like his i feel like his pusher powers was using on the paper rather than like you're gonna let me through because he he kind of just stood he he maybe said like two words to the guy really yeah okay i get i i think the the science behind or the psychology behind like the (laughs) yeah yeah, that's a little over my head so well well i think it's good because i feel like it doesn't fixate too much on like the mechanism of pusher right like it's sort of like it's just we know we know he has some mm -hmm, exactly we know he can get past security it doesn't really matter how he gets past security we know that he will Mm -hmm. but (laughs) and of course he immediately wants to look up information on Mulder, right and he's a bad person but i do 
empathize and recognize his obsession with Mulder as like a kindred spirit. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you just talking about like obsessively looking up your haters? Because that no, I get like, that. Obs- being obsessed with Mulder as a person. Oh, I got get you. That. Just being obsessed you know with Mulder. I mean? Okay, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I understand more Thank what you, you mean now. <laughs> there is something mesmerizing about him. Obviously, Pusher does it because he wants an, a worthy adversary and all that junk. I just think he's hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, he is. I mean, that's that's not that's it's scientifically that's, proven. It's proven fact. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, yeah, I don't know what it is. I Laura mean, I is shaking he, her head. I know. I mean, I and I get it, right? Like, isn't like in real life, he's like he's kind of an ass, kind yeah. of a douche. Oh, right? absolutely, like, yeah. So, but I mean, uh, I think he's worked his way through it. You know, he was awful in 1998, and now he's like more of a normal person. He makes jokes about himself, but yes, yes. self awareness yes. is um important. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But Skinner is walking by the office, and he sees the blinds close, and he's like, "This is sus. I'm gonna have to little a little looky loo, see what's happening here." And he finds Pusher getting some information about Mulder. And as Skinner has Pusher in the chokehold, Modell puts the whammy on Holly, and he says, "He's he's the guy that mugged you. Why don't you get revenge?" She maces Skinner in the face. Yes, and then she kicks his ass. She does, and. I think this is because Skinner's too nice of a person to like beat up a woman. He right? would not. He would not fight back in this situation. I think for sure. Yeah, but Mitch Pelegi was like kind of pissed, and David to come to give him shit for like Skinner being beat up, and I'm like, that's kind of sexist, you know? That like, is. shut up. Yeah. Also, shut up, David Duchovny. Like, as if Mulder doesn't get his ass beat like every All the single time. Episode. All the time. Like, you have zero room to talk, buddy. <laughs> Literally, like. Skinner's the best fighter, like, on this entire exactly. show. Like, he will, he will kick anyone's ass. Like, like Mulder has no room to talk. Like, he could have taken Holly, obviously. Oh, I think, absolutely. of course, absolutely. he's not going to attack a woman. And obviously, something strange is going on, right? Like, I think he'd rather, like, figure out what's going on than, like, a, mm-hmm. like fight her back. Exactly. That's a really, that's a really weird thing. I mean, that's generally a weird thing to, you know, make fun of. It's very 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, especially in that context. Yeah, I agree. I was, okay, I could just be, like, out my ass, but, like, I, I noticed that Holly was wearing a blue shirt, black suit. I don't know what it's like. I don't know. I just noticed lots of blue, like, after they talked. And now I've decided oh, script, that yeah. I'm a color, you know, film color theory expert or something. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, fully, I endorse this, you know? Yeah. Totally. And poor Holly is probably fearing yeah. for her job because she beat up an assistant director. And she's just like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to beat you up. Something happened to me. I can't explain it. Holly's having a rough week, man. She's having a she, rough yes. week. She got mugged and then she beat up her boss. Yikes. Yeah. And then Mulder, Scully, and Skinner talk about Modell, and Skinner's like, he only looked up you, Mulder. I don't know what this is about. And I love Scully. It's like, I have to agree with Mulder, sir. <laughs> Mulder, like, looking at her like, really? <laughs> I also like how Skinner's like, let's go pick him up, and Mulder's like, no, we won't be able to. And it's just like, like the, I literally wrote down in my notes, um, Skinner's like the only one with a brain sometimes. It's like, he <laughs> yes. absolutely committed a crime that is enough to get a warrant. Like. 
She's like, we only have him a criminal cut- trespass. And he's like, that's yeah, fine. That's, yeah, go get him. Like, what do you mean, Mulder? <laughs> it's only criminal trespass. <laughs> Y'all are totally right. And I don't think I, under- but like with my limited understanding of, you know, a lot, whatever. Um, all I heard was like, like criminal trespass enough for a warrant. Like, all right, let's like break that. Like, like, cool. Anything we can get them on. And I was like, typical cops. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got to get them for something. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to Models and the TV has Svengali on a movie about a man who has mind control powers to control a woman singer. It's from 1931. They absolutely love old movies in that writer's room. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Mm-hmm. Scully mentioned it. That's the only reason I knew what the hell it was. Yeah. I like how Mulder tapes the warrant to it. <laughs> Iconic. Yes. Yeah. That was a good. Yeah. <laughs> so we find out he might have a brain tumor, Modell. And Mulder's like, hey, brain tumors are associated with psychic ability. And Scully's like, Mulder, those papers. And he's like, hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> She's like, they're literally uncorroborated. They have no evidence. He's like, stay with me. Hold on. Let me get my piece in. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. <laughs> but they have this theory, this new theory, that the reason Modell confessed to these murders that were not considered murders is because he wants credit. He's died and he wants credit. And this is the scene where Modell calls his own apartment and he talks Frank Burst into having a heart attack. And Mulder and Scully, Mulder specifically figures out what's happening and he's like, hang up. It's hang up. There, there's no reason to die for this phone number. Hang up. And Frank refuses to because he, he's got to get his guy. And they get stopped from forcing him to hang up and he dies. And like it takes them a second to start cpr too it's like no just like start cpr and then like honestly like they have the smallest person scully which like i get it she's a doctor like performing cpr and she like just like stops after like two minutes it's like no like keep doing it he could actually she still does live stop very early yeah they Sorry, also i, I will like, say they do have another guy do the chest compressions eventually but yeah yeah and like they do com- give up very quick yeah they give up like pretty quick and it's like he could he could still sur- people survive heart attacks. <laughs> right, right. Like they don't always, but like they are still like, you know, a high or a really common risk of death, but like there's you can there can more intervention could have been done, I feel. That was my yeah, thought to yeah, pick totally. up the scene. I was like <laughs> the dying person. Yeah, everyone except Mulder seemed very slowly in that. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they were so shocked. All these SWAT guys are like, "What? <laughs> What's going <Yeah>. on?" <laughs> And and Wilder's classic. You mean you killed him for no reason? You sick son of a bitch! <laughs> no, I killed him for a very good reason. Actually, like <laughs> he killed him because he knows he has a big fish in Mulder. Frank is nothing to him. He's got this big Oxford-educated uh, profiler, and he's like, "This is who I want. I don't want this no-name cop." Oh, it's like yeah, he doesn't need like. Frank Burst was too easy for him to play with. He wants a, more of a challenge. He wants something harder, mm-hmm. like Mulder. And it's just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I lo- and I love this. You know, like you know, like you know how to get inside people's heads. Like, like <laughs> I can get inside your head, and like you don't know me. And this, like, very like male ego, like driven, like this, this stabler, like that. That's like a classic for him. Too, exactly. You know? this, like, and I'm exactly. Like, 
the hot-headed cop yeah i'm like this dude kills people like why are you why do you care right yeah but it does lead them to the hospital because he's using a payphone next to the hospital he goes to so swat up in this hospital (laughs) swat up in the hospital (laughs) and we have Mulder putting on this like video camera feed very 90s very big and bulky live stream thing you know like he's at a protest or something. <laughs> he's he's streaming on Twitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love whenever he puts the camera in Scully's face and she is not happy about this. And he's like, smile. And she just like doesn't. It's I love like, that scene so much. Big mood, Scully. Big mood. <laughs> yes. And, that is and, me. <laughs> so Mulder has that line. He says, you think I get the Playboy channel after he gets hooked up, you know? Playboy channel. <laughs> and this is a it's a Coveney ad lib actually because Vince Gilligan wrote uh, "Think I Get the Discovery Channel" and David Duchovny was like, "No, I'm this this man's addicted to porn. Of course he's going to say Playboy, right? <laughs> this man is addicted to porn, and so am I. So does it, this get the Playboy Channel? <laughs> is that like well, I know what they're thing. talking about, but like, was there a Playboy Channel? Like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm yeah for I'm sure mm-hmm. splitting hairs. There was. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure." It sounded goofy. <laughs> it's definitely like one of those like it's like it's like a premium TV channel that you have to pay extra money for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it still exists, but like I can I think it did. I think it was a real thing one time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I I do love the there's like the shot where like Mulder's looking at the monitor and so it has that like mirror effect where it's just like monitors all the way down, <laughs> and then like we see Scully through the monitor and she looks very pained. Were you going to say something, Laura? Yeah. Um. So it's now called Playboy TV, and it was only called the Playboy Channel from 1982, which is when it was first launched, to 1989. So, like, even <laughs> Mulder calling it the Playboy Channel then is actually, like, it hasn't been called that for seven years. <laughs> Perfect. Sorry. That's honestly how I feel when I call computers PCs. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think people call computers fees fees anymore. They're PCs, though. They're personal computers. <laughs> That's but Shelby's I, own personal just... 90s moment. <laughs> exactly. I also just don't think people use computers anymore. I think, like, people just use phones a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I feel ancient whenever I'm like, I can't look something up on my phone. Like, the screen's too small. I need a real monitor. <laughs> at, least, at least a tablet size. I mean. Yeah. Like, who, who are we trying to impress? <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure, oh, my memory's not faulty, but I'm, I'm honestly sure that, like, this scene where Mulder gives Scully his gun because he doesn't want to use it on anyone other than Muldell, and she puts her hand over his. This is the Ugh. exact moment I was like, I shipped them, actually. That you know? handle. It sounds it sounds goofy because we're three, we're like almost three seasons in, right? Season three, episode 17. How was I not convinced earlier? But I think it's like such a slow burn that like this is, this is the kind of catalyst that really was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to make my whole personality this now. You it's know? also just like such an intimate moment between partners. It's like whenever yeah. your partner knows that you're like stressed and upset or whatever, and they're trying to like be lighthearted and jokey to make you feel better, but you're like, really not in the headspace 
to like yeah. be okay with that and then that like handhold is like really actually very sweet because it's like i know you're worried about me here's like just this like handhold the hand squeeze it's like that's a really really intimate thing that happens. yeah like that that doesn't just happen with people who aren't don't have those feelings i don't know yeah, and I like the camera, the the shot of like us seeing it through a monitor, like Scully's mm-hmm. hesitation and worry, because it has this like level of disconnect for us as the audience. You know, um, this is an intimate scene that we are seeing, but like we're not a part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's this level of separation that I think mm-hmm. the, the shot of the monitor really gives us. Yeah, this is a moment between them. Mm-hmm. That they're having, like, this little quiet moment that they're having during all of this sort of, like, chaos that's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. And I imagine, like, I mean, you mentioned it came, like, halfway through season three, but, like, I bet it, it did because it felt so much, not, like, like sincere and, like, organic and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, then, like, it was a, it you was know, a, a four dish- episodes in and then you gotta have the partner. Yeah. You know, it just it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't need to be that way. <laughs> yeah, it was like the the culmination of all these little moments I noticed that eventually I was like, wait, actually, <laughs> there's something real here. And so Boulder is just strolling into this hospital looking like a weird freak with like a <laughs> camera strapped to his face. He's just like, federal agent, it's fine, act normal. <laughs> yeah, go about your day, ignore me. And he goes in looking for Modell and he hears two shots and he starts running towards the MRI. MRI machine and his his camera feed gets screwy because it's a giant magnet you know yeah yeah that's another thing I was like Mulder knows he's not going to get in to the actual room where the MRI machine is right wearing all of that metal because you're not allowed to wear any metal next to the MRI like literally zero like you can't wear pants that have metal fastenings on them like no metal Mulder is no thoughts just vibes okay (laughs) (laughs) and he finds a security guard and the mri tech dead but we do find out that their hunch was correct model does have a brain tumor Mm -hmm. and i love i love Mulder's line we're batting the thousand scully because i also use that exact same phrase (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Mulder and i both watch entirely too much baseball (laughs) yep i was about to say that's such a good shelby moment yes like we're batting a thousand, Scully. <laughs> and then Mulder turns and he sees Modell with a gun pointed at him. He'll get Scully's, damn it! <laughs> Takes it off her headset in frustration. She's, re- she's ready, though. She's like, I gotta go save my dumbass partner. Yep. And so then Scully's like, okay, let's. I'm going in. Let's go. We gotta save Mulder's ass, mm-hmm. as always. And the lieutenant, uh, which first of all, like the guy who plays the lieutenant, Roger Cross, He's in a lot of X-Files episodes. He plays cops mostly. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely a player of theirs. And so it's nice to see him. Yeah. It was it was like that's one of the like only high points of the revivals. They brought back a lot of those people. Oh, that's kind of fun. And so I saw him again and I was like, oh my God, it's him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cute. And then I was like, wait, this episode sucks. Yeah. But Scully heads in after Mulder and she finds them set up to play Russian roulette. And Vince Gillian had to fight for them to do Russian Roulette because they were like, I don't think we're allowed to do Russian Roulette on TV. Or at the very least, I don't want to be the first network that does Russian Roulette on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Vince was like, I didn't invent it. It was more of like a philosophical, like, can we depict this thing? 
than Yeah, they were like, what if kids else? get weird ideas? Just like, right. okay, look. Is it moral for us to depict, like, this game of Russian roulette? It's like, have you seen the rest of the episode, though? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Scully's like, wait, Mulder, like, there's pure oxygen in this room. I don't think you should be firing a gun. Like, who knows what's going to happen? And, of course, like, he's being manipulated by Modell. Because of course he is. Like it's Mulder. You know what I mean? Like well, Scully gets is, like, why did he think that he would yeah. be that he could somehow like he was above yeah. that? Because Mulder also has an ego. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why it's like ego versus ego. Like that's why Mulder was like, No, I can I can do it though. I'm special. And like it's like mm-hmm. are you? <laughs> they really kind of beat us over that. I mean, not beat us over that. I, I liked it. I liked it. But uh-huh. I mean, you know, opposite sides and all of the you know the face what the face uh you know close-ups um oh yeah like the close-up shots yeah yeah i really like how this this scene is shot <laughs> yeah yeah and the mirror like the, yeah like yeah. the mirror and the yeah. shots like it's it's really intimate how close we get up to their faces not like we usually don't we're they usually use like pretty close shots but just like having it like zoomed in on Scully's face, like a single tear, it's just like, Ugh. oh shit, you know what Julian I mean? Julian Anderson really pulling it through in this scene. God, like, she is incredible. fucking terrified there. And I think David Duchovny does a great job in this scene, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know sometimes he feels like he phones it in, but I feel like yeah. at this scene, especially, he is giving it his all. Yeah, I agree. Modell has this whole thing about like, two warriors entering the battle like leaving there is like oh shut up i don't care like this is why you don't give weebs power you know what i mean oh god yeah right yeah <laughs> like i don't really care like warriors entering the field leaving themselves out okay yada yada yada. i don't really care this whole episode <laughs> is just a, a like a, a warning of what happens whenever weebs become too powerful like exactly exactly like this he's is so happens. close to just like being like uh what is his name from death note Yagami. Mm-hmm. He's he's Yagami essentially. <laughs> Awful. He got one little superpower. <laughs> Literally my he last starts killing people. <laughs> my last note is just I hate weebs. <laughs> like, <laughs> this whole me. story. Okay, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> No, I get it. <laughs> this whole thing about yeah, I was just like, God, ugh. Painful. <laughs> and and so Mulder has a gun and he points it at Modell and he pulls and no shot. And then he's like, is your turn, Mulder? And Scully's like, no, wait, hold on. No, no. Scully's <laughs> yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on, Mulder. Also, like, I'm just going to say the way like Mulder aimed his gun. I don't think it would have killed him because it was like too sharp of an angle. You know what yeah. I mean? Unimportant. But like the most important part of it is that like Mulder doesn't hesitate almost dying you know what i mean because he has a death wish like we've discussed this extensively but the man does not care about his own life oh but uh, also i forgot to mention that when scully's trying to get him to not do it and she says Mulder, no and then pusher says Mulder, yes i know (laughs) that was so funny actually (laughs) basically that's it that's the x-files scully Mulder, no villain Mulder, yes but then no bullet for Mulder either. Mm-hmm. And then Modell's like, he goes to point at Modell, and Modell's like, ah, uh-uh, you're, th- you're forgetting somebody. And he makes Mulder point it at Scully. What the fuck? No, thank you. I don't want this. Um, 
like law enforcement or, or whoever you know is shocked by criminal behavior like he's already killed this many people like did you not think he would you know or like yeah. whatever and maybe they weren't i don't think that. i think it was more the shock of like Mulder, you know like possibly trying to kill scully like his own life it's like okay sure that's fine but scully i that's mean a, that's a, he also far. had the line earlier where he like didn't take his gun in because he said the only person i want to point that at is Madell. And then mm-hmm. to, you know, be forced to po- point it at Scully. It's like, that's the thing he tried to avoid. Exactly. And, and of course, you know, he actually hesitates and Scully's like, Mulder, you don't have to do this. And he's like, Scully, run, you know? It's, it's very, um, I don't know. There's like this very delicate balance of like in shows where like they have this sort of really high tension, like life or death thing. I wouldn't say that it's like, you know, bad or anything, but I think it's a, a delicate balance of like exploitative, I guess, is maybe not exploitative, but like you know what I do y'all follow what I mean or no? I think so, yeah. It's like there's a there's like a, a delicate balance between being like too much. Yeah, yeah, too much. Like too much of like like I don't excessive know, like, instead romantic, of exploitative. Guess, like shock yeah, I guess like, for kind of, the sake of shock. Kind, you kind yeah. Of, maybe? That's kind of what I mean, but I, I think like the romanticization about like there's this weird like interconnection of like you know intimacy and violence in a way that like it isn't Mulder's fault that he's pointing the gun at her because he is being mind controlled but it is this weird like it's supposed to be a bit romantic that like Mulder is resisting hurting her in a way that is a bit toxic I wouldn't go as far as to say it's the worst thing in the world but it is a bit odd to say the least it's confused I mean it's it's yeah it's just it's yeah, a yeah. Lot of questions because, well, and I guess it's supposed to be kind of unclear, like how much she was being, like, mind, you know, under mind control, yeah, or whatever, right? Like it, yeah. I just think like this grand gesture of like him not shooting her is like it's good, but I think it's just a bit much, a little, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I feel yeah. like I feel like I'm not quite articulating what I mean, but like, yeah, yeah. I think you were. Good. I was also left. Uh, a li- like it was a little unsettling at a- yeah like like I love it and uh, this is the episode I think that really got me to ship them but also it is like weird that like <laughs> this is like a romantic pinning of like <laughs> him <laughs> resisting long enough for Scully to pull the fire alarm to yeah. disrupt Mulder's concentration <laughs> yes yeah and to shoot Modell and kill him and the very mm-hmm. emotional thing of Mulder being so upset about what he almost did that he like kind of wordlessly gives the gun to Scully. Like, he's ashamed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's it's so sad. But then Modell, it's been shot, but he's in a coma. He's not actually dead, you know? It's a very convenient, like, hmm maybe this comes back. We might recycle this one. <laughs> <laughs> leave it open-ended for the time being. But yeah, and then we have the scene of Mulder and Scully at Modell's bedside as he is in a coma and they're talking about what happened you know but yeah so like the sin scene of Mulder and Scully talking about it and I I did not take good notes I honestly kind of forgot what happened oh uh, they're just talking about it and like Mulder mentions that like he will probably never wake up and then yeah. Scully has honestly the badass line of being like well let's not give him a minute more of our time and it's like mm-hmm. yes you're right queen let's not go off queen he sucks <laughs> and and we have 
Yeah, she's Ooh. like, he does not deserve all of the attention you've given him, Mulder. Exactly. And we have yet a second hand holding scene mm-hmm. where Scully reaches out for his hand. Incredible. Like a like, couple little fingers, you know, just like. I feel like I've ascended. <laughs> <laughs> I've reached another level of existence. <laughs> well, and then, and Mulder, do, you know, has that, that, like, he's like, you are right, Scully. He's just a little man. Like, mm-hmm. he wanted to feel big. Yeah. You know, yeah, like Mulder, Mulder feels embarrassed that he fell for it because he did. Mm-hmm. Of course, he did. Yeah, but like, yeah, and maybe Mulder, it made Mulder feel big too, right? To be chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. To have this, or to like, feel so close to like tangible right. proof of his idea that like psychic powers are possible, right? Or even just like the fact that like someone that like he that he believed was that powerful psychically, like became obsessed with him like chose him to be like his adversary like yeah that's gonna Mm -hmm. like pump up your ego some right yeah totally and so that's the episode and now we have our segments yay and we start with agent Mulder. shut up Mulder. damn it Mulder, Mulder! how annoying was Mulder this episode as always and as always, I will go first, and I'm giving him a four because I feel like he had low level dingus level. Um, but I don't. He was he was an idiot, but like when is he not? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's grading with a curve. Anyway, mm-hmm. Laura, what's yours? Um, yeah, I'm grading with my curve, but the opposite direction. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he actually gets a six from me this episode, which is pretty wow. low because I kind of he he gets. He's not rewarded for, like, the ways in which he's, like, an asshole or kind of, like, annoying in this episode. He's not rewarded for them in the end. He's actually, like, 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 there is some sort of, like, punishment for him there at the end. So, like, Mm -hmm. I think that, like, the fact that he wasn't rewarded for this whole thing, like, is, like, why it's, like, not as high as it it could have been. Um, Because I feel like he definitely was more of just kind of being a dumb idiot, like you said. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Uh, Kat, what's yours? Um, I've no, you know, frame of reference because this is mm-hmm. probably the only episode I've seen. But like, mm-hmm. I would, I mean, probably around like probably probably around a three or a four because um, like I don't know, yeah. To me, his moments were just like ugh, like men. It's just like to be I'm like, <laughs> like, like yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. man would say that or like whatever. <laughs> but I mean, but uh, okay, okay, maybe closer to a five. Uh, all that. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. fair yes absolutely yeah i i you know i'm adore i adore him so it's always lower you don't have to worry about yeah you're yeah. good <laughs> whatever you want to get if you want to give him a 10 that's perfectly fine yeah it's literally whatever you want <laughs> no 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 i want to reserve the i mean uh, oh. 10 should be reserved for i yeah i disagree really i disagree i think you should call out 10s when you see them and there can be multiples <laughs> <laughs> just insufferable no i'd say you know i'd say a four four okay okay and next (laughs) we have so uh this must be the enigmatic agent scully scully's sassiest moment laura uh yeah i mean how can it not be please explain to me the scientific nature of the whammy like that line is iconic it just it just how can it not be I do think she did have some like other like sort of like good sassier moments. Um, but yeah, I really you can't do the the whammy line. Like he's like he whammied yeah. the judge and she's like, please explain to me the scientific nature the of the whammy. Like <laughs> Kat, is yours that too? 
Oh, um, actually, no, honestly, it was the very like, like, relatable look on her face. I think I mentioned this earlier, but like when he is when they're having that back and forth about um, what's his face's history, you know, and, and just waiting to, you know, to wipe the legs off his face. <laughs> Like when you just when you just have to sit back and let men talk and then I don't know. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta you gotta know when to strike. Exactly. She's just like She's biding her time. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine is the whammy one as well. There's no <laughs> I had no backups. That, right. that I didn't have it. really one either, but yeah. <laughs> and so next we have Welcome. You've got mail. Our ninetieth moment, cat. Uh, man, it was gonna be the defense attorney with that awful outfit, which I'm still really hung up on. I mean, I, I don't know. It was... <laughs> I did not even clock her outfit. I, I cannot conjure anything in my mind. I have no clue what it looked like. was... Okay, so, like, I don't even know if it was, like, a shade of green. I could, I, like, it was close to, like, forest green or something or, like, olive. Maybe it was more olive, but it was just, like, very muted and boxy um, skirt suit. And then, um, like, a green floral print top underneath it mm-hmm. um, that kind of looked like it could have been, like, sewn in, you know, like it came. Like a dicky, Yeah, yeah. And it just, and it just, I love the, I, I. I forgot that 90s fashion could be like that too. Like that side, like that business side of, I mean, I don't know. I was like, holy shit. Like, I mean, <laughs> that whole courtroom, just like tan pants and a uh, beige jacket. And everyone seemed, all the dudes seemed to be wearing the same tie. Like the same, <laughs> like, I, I'm, anyway, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I talked about this early in the episode, unless you cut it out, but, um, it's the supermarket at the beginning that reminds me of Supermarket Sweep, the, (laughs) the very popular game show from the 90s. Um, yeah, anyway, watch Supermarket Sweep. (laughs) It's, it's bizarre. It's some, like, dystopian capitalism stuff, but, like, it seems kind of fun. Yeah. It's nice to have on, like, the TV where you just have on to do stuff. It'll really, really hammer home how, like much more expensive things are now. <laughs> Actually, gives you the same rush as like watching the part in every Project Runway episode where they go to mood and they have to buy all the Yeah, food. yeah, yeah. A whole show. And it's just utter chaos. Because they're just, I, I, I didn't realize that. Okay. Mine is, this is like a bit goofy because there is like a lot more 90s stuff than I kind of clocked. Because there's like the monitor and like the eyes and ears and all mm-hmm. this sort of stuff. But I'm, I honestly have to give it to the muscle milk being in aluminum cans. Wow, yeah. Because they would be in plastic now. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You would just buy your protein powder in bulk and then mm-hmm. make it yourself. Also, one time when I worked at a grocery store, this guy like came in and I don't know why, like sometimes customers just like to talk to you about like weird stuff in their life. I don't know, maybe I remarked on it because he was like buying soda in bottles or something. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, I can't drink things out of cans. The aluminum taste is very obvious to me. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> I think it. I think some people are more sensitive to it. Like that was the thing with yeah. my mom after she did chemo. Like before chemo, it would be like whatever. But like after one of her rounds of chemo, she was like, it's just sure. metallic. Like, yeah, just, like, like really they're definitely heightened. not wrong. Right. But like, I don't know. I think like my body is just so used to it, so to speak. 
But yeah, so I think like the idea that they were like in cans that you probably had to like use a can opener for, you and know they what were I mean? Also in the fridge, but not refrigerated in the grocery store. Yeah, that's, that's what that I was makes confused sense to about. Me. Unopened cans, yeah. They need to be refrigerated. Well, like there's, I, I imagine they're shelf shelf stable. I can't imagine an ingredient in Maybe them. Maybe did he is... just like like drinking them cold? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, putting your <laughs> putting your ketchup, uh, ke- putting ketchup in the fridge, whether or putting in the you know pantry. I've never actually like interacted with the people that like keep it in their pantry, but I I know they exist. But I keep it in the fridge. I don't like ketchup, so I don't have it. God, I forgot you don't like ketchup. This is like yeah. our dividing. Like this is I a actually, huge. Yeah, it is. I love ketchup. I, I I hate it. Like it's the I worst it condiment. It's so gross. It's I so like, good. I like if something had ketchup on it and like you take most of the ketchup off, I'm still like because I can still taste it. It's just like it smells gross. I don't know. I really don't like ketchup. <laughs> it's it's like the perfect like level of acidity that it adds to stuff. You know what I mean? I put it on eggs, I put it on hash browns, I put it on burgers, I put it on everything. I love that for you. I do not eat ketchup. <laughs> I tell Reyna when my wife is cooking, I'm like, if something has ketchup in it, just don't tell me. <laughs> like, I, I I, can unknowingly eat it if it's like mixed into something. But if I know it's in there, I'm going to be like, mm. mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So, oh, did you have something to say? No, no, I was like, I'm, I don't really feeling <laughs> neutral on ketchup. We're the whole ketchup spectrum. <laughs> And so that was the episode, uh, why I picked it. Uh, so Vince wrote an episode in season two we didn't cover called Soft Light. And I think it's a good episode, but this was his first episode he wrote as a staff writer. And I think I read an interview with Darren Morgan or something where he talked about like Chris Carter giving new writers an episode way later in the season. So they had the entire season to get their feet wet. And, and you'd notice that like, Darren Morgan's episode, his first episode, Humbug, is also, it's like episode 20, and Vince's is 17. But this is his first episode as a staff writer instead of a freelance. And I love this episode a ton. It really hits for me. It's, it's like, I think the thing I love most about Vince Gilligan's writing on the X-Files is that, like, the actual monsters are so subtle and, like, not overstated. Where it, like it doesn't feel, bug. yeah, yeah. Even though he did write that episode too, <laughs> but it's always so understated. But like this, this like is an X Files, and it feels very centrally an X Files episode. But it also is like a procedural. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets to balance the best of both worlds. Yeah, totally. And it's it's an incredible episode, and I love it a ton. It made me shift them honestly uh did y'all have any thoughts about the episode to wrap up um yeah i mean it's a really good episode um yeah i liked it i enjoyed the more procedural ones a bit more i think um so but this one is like pretty well balanced like i do think that that is due to vince <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i definitely like i was i was a lot more invested than i thought i mm-hmm. and yeah of course the thank you for pointing for the you know, procedural. Episode, <laughs> the procedural I'm, episode. I'm an SBU bitch. Don't die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are you going to check out more X Files episodes, or I probably Maybe. will. I think um, what happened was like because I would like steady listen to the podcast, and then and then I like stopped for a little bit, and then like I kept fe- you know I was like I don't know I want to I, I want to get back into it. I want to get back into it. And mm-hmm. Sam said he wants to go. It's a great show. He was very moved by the Hanks Oh my, yes. 
hell yes. <laughs> yeah, and I hope everybody listening enjoyed the episode as well. And if you would like to follow us, we are Condensed Truth on Twitter. If you'd like to email us, we are condensedtruthpod at gmail.com. If like to email us any questions, that would be perfect. Next time, we will be talking Season 3, Episode 20, Jose Chung's From Outer Space. My favorite episode. There it is. Finally. It's that episode. We're finally there. And that one is going to be, it's going to be fun. It's also going to be a lot. Yeah. I might try to describe less because there's a lot to describe. It's very, yeah. Like if you thought Clyde Bruckman's final repose was dense, ooh boy. (laughs) We're we're talking levels. We're, we're, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, anyway. It's going to be a ton of fun, though. It's a great episode. It's quite possibly one of the greatest episodes of TV ever it's created. It's so fun. If it's I can so go good. so far, it's a masterpiece. And it's Darren Morgan. So yeah. it's his best work. Honestly, yes. We're gonna ha- yeah. We're going to have a guest on for that, too. And it's going to be a ton of fun. But yeah, that's our next one. So everyone have a nice weekend. Bye. 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 And thank you to Kat for coming on. Yes, thank you, Kat. Um, thank you for having me.